This year, we're all looking for the perfect holiday gift, and today I want to tell you about the gallery. The gallery shop is a curated collection of photographs from all around the world. All prints are made from 100% recycled aluminum, giving your wall that gallery finish. Right now, for the holiday season, the gallery is exclusively offering our listeners 25% off of your next purchase using the code FRIDAY. That's 25% off of your next purchase at thegallery.com, that's the G-A-L-R-Y.com, using the code FRIDAY. The Gallery, create your perfect space. Hello everyone and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here for the first time in a while to talk about a Carolina Panthers victory. Sweet Caroline. I don't don't even know if I even (laughs) want to do that right now. It it feels like a win, but a loss at the same time. I know, I know. We'll definitely get into that. Um, And we'll get into what some of the coaches and players have said about that here uh, in a little bit. But Carolina Panthers do defeat the Washington football team 20-13 in Washington. Uh, The first time Ron Rivera has faced his old team and couldn't let him clinch that playoff spot just yet. So Panthers uh, looked great in certain aspects of the game today. Looked, you know, mediocre in others. They looked they looked like a lot better team than Washington today. Yeah, for in sure. Washington for sure. I, I this game didn't even feel really in question at all. Yeah. I know it ended up being a one score game, but well, it had to be because it's a Panthers game. So yeah. Um, but we will kick it off this week, as we always do, talking about the three key plays of the game. All right, we're going to go ahead and start off. First quarter, 4th and 10 at Carolina 44. Carolina goes ahead, punts the ball. Washington football team muffs the punt. Brandon Zilstra recovers the ball in the end zone for a touchdown. Panthers go up 6-0. That was just, I mean, the game was kind of a defensive battle. Mm-hmm. No one could really get anything. And then, you know, that muff putt, and it just went straight back to the end zone, and Zilstra, Zilstra jumped on it. Yeah. Recovered. Yeah. Panthers, uh, at that point, I think, had recovered a league-leading 14 fumbles. Uh, mm-hmm. They were number one in the league. So that's just, I mean, that's... <laughs> That's a great part of this Panthers team is just ability to capitalize on turnovers. And you're right that up to that point, the game had been eh, pretty ho-hum, honestly. Yeah. And that sort of opened the floodgates for the Panthers. Yeah. Now, moving on to our second play of the game, second quarter, first and 10 at Carolina's 49. Curtis Samuel runs the ball to the right side to Washington's six-yard line, 45 yards. Mm -hmm. And that ended up... Ending drive ended in a Mike Davis touchdown. I that just it was just shortly after that Zilstra touchdown. Then Curtis Samuel breaks off this big one, which I know you and I felt like running the ball. We've been waiting for this to happen because he's comes close many times. Yeah, yeah. And today, finally, you know, several weeks after I predicted it, he did lead the team in rushing. Finally. (laughs) And he would have led the team in rushing, I think, off just that one run today. So, nice job there. Curtis Samuel had a great day. We'll talk about him in a bit. Yeah. 
Uh, and our last third key play of the game, second quarter after a 17-yard pickup by Washington, first and 10 at Washington's 44. Dwayne Haskins passed short right for Logan Thomas. Tyhere Whitehead <laughs> intercepts the ball. Horrible in pass defense, but he 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 climbed the escalator. He got it, came down with it. Nice actual pick. And then off that pick, we drove the length of the field, scored the touchdown, up twenty nothing. And that's that was pretty much the game at that point. That was it. I tweeted out uh, to hear Whitehead continues to disappoint when he <laughs> when he got that interception because you know it's no secret Panthers fans that the Panthers. Uh, would have been well suited to lose this game in mm-hmm. order to keep their draft position, actually to improve in their draft position, uh, which we'll talk about here soon. But uh, yeah, I mean, nice job to hear Whitehead being. A, it was a nice interception. He it got was, up it for was. it. He was in great position. Uh, I mean, he was playing Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. He got into that little zone. He play, he played the ball great. Yeah. That's it was a really nice play for Tahir, and that's the first time we've said that all season. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is a bad quarterback absolutely horrible. i don't know what if he's even going to be on a team next year i think he's going to be one of those guys that just floats around oh. practice squads and gets in a game here and there and just you know he's he's just not a good quarterback uh, he just looked awful he looked lost and awful out there yeah it was really sad because again we we're trying to hope for you know a loss to be the third pick in the draft and i i saw dwayne haskins out there playing and i was I was like, wow, there's no way we can lose to this guy. Yeah. This guy is just awful. Yeah. Well, let's let's get into it a little bit. Um, well, we might as well start with Dwayne Haskins because he was bad. He went 14 of 28, 154 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions, and lost a fumble. He was pulled, was it midway through the, second, or the third quarter for Taylor mm-hmm. Heineke? Uh, old Panther fans know Taylor Heineke. And Taylor Heineke looked fine. 12 of 19, oh, 137, if, and a touchdown. I think if Heineke would have started, they would have actually had a chance to win. I agree. I'm not going to lie. He he looked sharper with his passage, a little bit more decisive with his running. He looked he was well way in more control and seemed way more confident. Now, it was sort of garbage time. Mm-hmm. Panthers were playing that soft defense zone, run out the clock defense, uh, which they should have been at that time. I mean, they're up two scores. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought Haneke looked way better than Haskins. It'll be interesting to see if Alex Smith is not healthy next year, next week. Who starts for the... I, I don't think there's much of a question. Yeah, I think, I think you Haskins agree. is yeah. done. Uh, on the Panthers' side, Teddy B, 19 of 28, 197 yards, a touchdown and interception, and also lost a fumble. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't think Teddy looked very good today. Uh, nope. In most cases, he, he did have a nice deep throw. Uh, he actually threw the ball deep several times, uh, connected on one to Curtis Samuel, but overall was not impressed with Teddy. No, I wasn't either. I did notice it felt like a conscious effort on third down. He threw it past the sticks almost every time, mm-hmm. unless the first third down I saw it was a screen pass, but that's that's his call. Yeah. You know, yeah. everything else I've noticed all third downs, he was trying to force it. I don't know if someone finally got into his ear to try to start making those throws deeper or what. Yeah, he took a couple of bad sacks as well, where it seemed mm-hmm. like he was waiting for the play to develop, uh, where normally he might have dumped it off early. 
So I think that is something that he is working on and good because, you know, on third down, especially, or fourth down, you definitely want to go past the sticks. Uh, Rushing the ball, we already talked about Curtis Samuel, but he did end up with seven total carries for 52 yards. Mike Davis was 14 for 28 and one touchdown. Never seemed like he could get it going today. Mm -mm. Uh, Rodney Smith, seven for 23. And then Teddy and Alex Arma had a couple of rushes each. Um, any thoughts on the rushing game? It seemed like they Washington has a pretty stout rush defense. And other than they that did. one Curtis Samuel run, nothing much happened. Uh, we had a whole drive that was nothing but runs. Yeah. It was, it was a 10-run touchdown drive. It was just, I think, in the second half, we could not run the ball. And that's kind of skewed the averages down because i actually made a note at the end of the first half i was like we have 16 runs to 18 passes at this point i go and we're up 20 nothing why why has this not been more of the philosophy in the this team or 20 to 3 at the half sorry yeah you're right there was a whole touchdown drive on nothing but runs it was it was finally looking like they wanted to commit to the run game. Yeah. It, and this was before the big get lead. Obviously, when you have the big lead, you want to stick to it. Although sometimes the Panthers didn't. And I was like, this is what they need to do. This is what they've needed to do half the, the season. Why Why now? Why now when we want them to lose? Yeah, and, and, and even the final box score, 35 runs to 28 passes, which I, mm-hmm. I don't – no, for certain, but I think that's if not the first time that the Panthers have done that all season, it's one of the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, receiving wise, Curtis Samuel, you know, led the team in rushing, also led the team in receiving five receptions, 106 yards. Uh, he had a long, long of 44, so he had a 45 yard rush and a 44 yard reception. Nice day for him. Uh, Robbie Anderson, seven for 39, one touchdown. DJ Moore, five for 37. And Roddy Smith had a couple of catches for 15 yards. So only four receivers or four players caught a pass from Teddy in this game. Wasn't really spreading the ball around much. Mm-mm. No. And look, this is my thing. Look at Robbie Anderson. Seven catches, 39 yards. Yeah. His long was 14. You take that one touchdown pass play where he caught it like five, six yards yeah. and took it the rest. That's six receptions. 25 yards yeah i mean and he's been doing that a lot lately they're they're not stretching him much at all recently i mean you gotta you gotta get these guys a little bit deeper man i I get controlling the ball through the passing game Mm -hmm. but you gotta force it down a little bit more teddy bridgewater after this game said he thought that the team wanted to win a complete game for matt rule the offense didn't play well this wasn't a complete now, game. It, Teddy Bridgewater, you had an interception, a lost fumble, and another fumble. <laughs> right. That was not a complete game from you at all. Exactly. Um, not over 200-yard passing. I would have liked to have seen them target Curtis Samuel more. I mean, he, had, he only had five targets. Had yep. five receptions for 106 yards. I mean, imagine if you would have targeted him 10 times like you did Robbie Anderson and Jay Moore. You know, he might have had 150 yards. He, you know, he seemed to be able to do whatever he wanted out there. Yeah. Um, Defensive-wise, Shaq Thompson led the team in tackles with nine. Jeremy Chin had eight. Quiet game for Jeremy Chin. Had a, a penalty. Yeah. and um, It was, was actually one of his worst games yeah. I've witnessed lately. A couple penalties. Yeah. He wasn't flying around like 
he normally does. And unfortunately, yeah. it was a game that, you know, Chase Young had a really nice game. Right. I was just about to say that. In the defensive rookie yep. campaign. Seems like he, he, Chase Young probably locked up the defensive rookie of the year. If, mm-hmm. in most, in a lot of people's eyes, he probably already had it wrapped up. But in a head to head game against the, your main competitor, he looked a lot better. So unfortunate for Jeremy Chin. Trey Boston had a nice game, seven tackles and an interception. Uh, also a nice interception for him. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, anybody else that we wanted to kind of talk about? Dante Jackson had another great game. Yeah, Dante Jackson he's, had a great game. Since since he's come back from that inter- or injury, he's looked really nice. He can't, I, he, he's a guy to kind of build around in that secondary if he yeah. sticks around. Yeah, uh, you know, he's hurt most of the year with that toe, and, you know, he seems like he's finally healthy now as the, as the season winds to a close. I thought uh, Derek Brown looked good today. Only one tackle mm-hmm. in the stat sheet, but he had a couple of pass deflections, and he hit yep. the quarterback one time. So, D- Derek Brown is really, really good if you watch him yeah. during the plays. Yeah. It is from his first few games where he was lost, he looks like a veteran out there now. I know he's his stats don't look fancy, but that's the position he plays, and it is really good. He's up there as a top rookie of the year for us. Agreed. It's just that's yeah. just those stats don't look f- outstanding. Brian Burns, another great game. Yeah. I mean, injured, he still had a great game. That's what I was going to say. He he came in a little hurt. He kind of was in and out of the game a little bit here and there, but it ended up with a sack. Um, and pass deflection. And pass deflection, hit. yep. Uh, Marquise Haynes and Gross Matos also ended up with a, a sack each. So three sacks for the Panthers today. Um, let's see. Um, I, I do want to give a shout-out to uh, our punter, Charlton. Great game for the punter. Five five punts, all five within the 20-yard line. Yeah, he was secretly a hidden gin this year. Yeah, honestly. I was thinking today like that – you know, once the season's over, you and I will we'll do a podcast and we'll talk about, you know, some surprises and things like that. He's been a definite surprise and a welcome one. Mm-hmm. Uh, going over to Washington, we talked about Haskins. Heineke, uh, we actually talked about both quarterbacks. Uh, Antonio Gibson came back from injury in this game, looked good, 10 carries, 61 yards. They just didn't run the ball much, being down 20 nothing at halftime. I was surprised half-time. by that. Yeah. They were, they were, I know they were down 20 to three but yeah. i felt like if they kept running the ball they they had something there and then they would just would abandon the run and go three straight passes and then off the field they go i was like well especially right, with that's... haskins at quarterback like yeah you know he's not getting it done and antonio gibson is a good he's a very good rookie running back so mm-hmm. um, jd mckissick four for 15 and tyler haneke when he came in eight uh, three for 22 uh looking at rece- receiving for them Eight receptions for J.D. McKissick, 77 yards and a touchdown. Had that uh, touchdown towards the end of the game with Jeremy Chin kind of following yeah. him into the end zone. That that was an impressive catch, by yeah, the way. Yeah, very good catch. Uh, Cam Sims, three for 63 on nine targets. He had several drops. He did not look good. They really missed Terry McLaurin in this game. Uh, Logan Thomas, seven for 63. He's sort of been a revelation for them at tight end over the last several weeks. Uh, and you said he was a former quarterback, right? Yeah, he uh, he was the quarterback for Virginia Tech. He was drafted in fourth or fifth round by the Arizona Cardinals to be quarterback. Hmm. But then he uh, recently switched over to tight end. And 
It looks like he he's going to be a solid tight end for them. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Um, Steven Sims Jr. four for fifty two, and then a few a couple other catches here and there. Um, Cole Holcomb led them in uh, led Washington in tackles with eleven. Also had a sack. Uh, and then we talked about Chase Young. He had a sack. I had a, another pass deflection turned into an interception. Um, four total tackles for him. A QB hit. Tackle for laws. Pass deflection. I mean, he, he looked great out there. Anybody else on Washington that you want to talk about? No. Chase Young had a really nice game. I, I, I've i heard a lot of, oh, he's so good. But his stats hasn't really shown it. He, watching him today, he looked really good out there. He's a I will force. say that. Yeah, he's a force. Yeah. I think he, he's got a little bit of that Derek Brown syndrome and that, you know, not everything he does shows up on the stat sheet. But uh, he showed up on the stat sheet a bit today. Yeah. Uh, so, as we discussed earlier, the Panthers do, unfortunately, fall from third to ninth in the draft order Ooh. with this win. Huh. Uh, guess who is picking number three now, Jerry? It is the Miami Dolphins. No, it is the Atlanta Falcons. You are incorrect. I have it as Miami Dolphins via Houston, and Atlanta is at number four. Uh, I wonder if that's like a a coin no, flip situation there. Houston has a strength of schedule weaker than Atlanta. Uh, 0.544 for Houston and 0.548 for Atlanta. Okay. That's, mm, well, yeah, well, either way. Now the Falcon. <laughs> now the Falcons are t- have a top five pick, and the Panthers pick ninth. So that's a little bit of a kick in the balls. Um, yeah, and Atlanta might be going for a quarterback too. Almost definitely, every mock I've seen has them picking quarterback. I mean, you got to think Matt Ryan's thirty six, thirty seven years old. I mean, if you're up there, you like a quarterback. That's yeah. You, you go for that quarterback. I mean, they're gonna have a new coach. They have a new GM. Yeah. I, I almost guarantee they're gonna take a quarterback if if they're in that you, top I mean, five. And then you have trade bait and Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan still has a couple good years. If you have a team that's you know looking for a quarterback like a San Fran or something mm-hmm. that you know. Yeah, I think the Panthers now are hoping that Trey Lance or or Fields, if people are a little scared of his last few games in college, maybe one of those guys falls a bit. But almost feels like the Panthers blew their shot at a quarterback in this draft, and the at, I don't th- and, at, I don't in the first they- round at least. I don't think they blew it because I think there's four good quarterbacks in this draft. Yeah, I've seen a lot of mocks where all four go in the top five. Now, I, I see. I don't think – I don't see it. I don't know if Jets will go quarterback now. Oh, I think if you I have they Trevor – They definitely will. Yeah. I don't I don't know if they will. I, I've seen them going for Wilson. We'll see. I, yeah, we'll see. Pe- people aren't – Completely sold that Sam Darnold's the issue. Well, again, that's why you got to think they're going to have a, a new head coach as well. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of these teams with iffy quarterback situations that get new head coaches, that coach always wants the quarterback. They always want to draft a quarterback. It seems like so. We'll see. I mean, uh, no guarantees either way. But uh, the Panthers. You know, this is this sets up another situation against New Orleans in Week 17, where if Sean Payton decides that it's not a, a game that he has to absolutely win, and we see Jameis Winston out there 
for the whole game. You know, the Panthers could drop back even further in the draft. I mean, they they could drop almost down to like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, easily. Oh man, well this this was a tough one. <laughs> I do want to read I, something. Yeah, go ahead. This was the worst feeling I've ever had with a Panthers win. Almost, maybe that one game against New Orleans where I, Sean Payton definitely let us win, but yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, let me read you this real quick. <clears throat> this is what Matt Rule said after the game uh, when asked about you know the the draft pick and all that stuff. He said, "I think teams that have historically tried to lose to improve their draft pick hasn't really worked out for many teams." The winning franchises win. They win at everything. It's hard for me to even think that way because it's just my mind doesn't work that way. We're here to win. We have a locker room full of guys who want to win. They've won their whole life. Sometimes someone will ask me, do you have to learn how to win? Well, if you believe that, if you've never actually won, then you won't learn how to win. I don't really get that. We're the Carolina Panthers. We're a professional football team. Uh, To do anything else does not respect the Panther. And to me, I'm always going to put the Panther first, and we have to find ways to win games. So to me, to go on the road, cold weather, coming off a tough loss last week, this was big for us. It's really big for this team. We have all these rookies. We have an undrafted punter. Um, If I tell him, hey, we don't want to win this game, kick it through the end zone, is he a good punter next year? I think for me, all these guys, we're trying to teach him what it takes to win. You go out on the field. You don't beat yourself. You try to find ways to get things done. So I love that that's the way the coach thinks, that he wants to win every game. He doesn't really care about the draft. As fans, we would have loved to have lost this game. Yes. (laughs) And some of his coaching decisions before this game made me question it, though. That's the thing. He he hasn't coached well in quite a few of these games, especially towards the end where – it looks like he's trying to lose the game at the end. Yeah. I mean... You know, you and I have talked about that several times. And, you know, I, I think that he just makes... He's just made some poor decisions. <laughs> I mean, that that he's learning from. And I hope that, you know, next year we don't have that issue. But, um, you know, of course the players want to win, right? The yeah, players that, don't care you, about the you draft can't, pick. You, know? you can't... Teddy Bridgewater probably wants to win more than anybody else. Because... A lot of these guys are playing for their jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, these rookies, they want to win. They don't want to be a four-win team. So the organization, maybe Tepper would have preferred to lose. It feels like he wants that big quarterback. He wants the big mm-hmm. name. But I would guarantee you that everyone else in that locker room is thrilled with this win. It's hard for me to get there. It was a dominated win, too. That's what's I know. so weird. Like... Where has this team been? Where's this running game where you consistently try to run the ball? Where's where's this game plan been? Yeah. Washington's a good run defense. This is not the team that you would typically say, let's try to run the ball. Right. I don't know. I mean, you know, and it's not like Washington's a great football team or anything. No, you know, no. And, and they were starting Haskins, who Rivera, you know, dumped early in the season. Because he had no confidence in him. So. I mean, look at how he played today. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they were missing we, their number one receiver in Terry McLaurin. So, you know, it definitely wasn't a full-strength Washington team. But they're a playoff team. They're winning yeah. that division. So, uh, maybe. 
All right. Any other thoughts on the game, Jerry, before we take a quick break? Um, when Trent Scott went down, mm-hmm. there was a significant drop off. I, I don't. Uh, Michael Schofield ended up yeah. replacing him at left tackle, who's usually a guard, anyways. But you could easily tell the difference when Trent Scott went out, and it was just Teddy Bridgewater just no longer had time. Chase Young finally like kind of broke out of his shell and was kind of wreaking havoc. Yeah, that could be a blessing if the Panthers drop out of the quarterback, you know, lottery. There uh, could easily draft a top left tackle that could anchor that line for years to come. So that's going to be a top uh, need for the Panthers going into the offseason. Uh, all right, well, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back. We'll talk heroes and zeros, game grades, things like that. <laughs> And now for a quick break and a word from our sponsor. I want to tell you about Ubico. Ubico sets new world standards for simple, secure login, preventing unauthorized access to computers, servers, and internet accounts. The YubiKey from Ubico is a physical security key using two-factor authentication to protect your accounts. As more of us continue to work from home, it is more important than ever to protect your secure information. So what can you do to protect your accounts? Yubico is offering our listeners $10 off your next purchase of $100 or more using the code POD at Yubico.com. That's code POD, P-O-D, at Yubico.com. Say hello to the YubiKey and goodbye to account takeovers. And we are back. All right, it's time to talk heroes and zeros. Uh, Jerry, I'll let you kick it off today with the heroes. No, no, let's start with the zeros. On my zeros, I'm going to give it to Dwayne Haskins. No. <laughs> he deserves one, though. I... He does. <laughs> For the Panthers, I'm going to give it to Joey Sly. He missed the first point, point extra. He almost missed the second one. The Panthers, on their first drive... Went down, got a fourth down, and it would have been a 52-yard kick. And instead, Matt Rule decided to go for it. I think Matt Rule doesn't have confidence in Joey Sly. And he has struggled. And I'm just, I feel like that's why we didn't go for that field goal there. Is There's just not a confidence in him. Yeah, he's only made one 50-yard kick all season. So, so uh, I'm yeah. giving him the zero. It was a tough game to give anybody a zero on this yeah. team. So that's who I went with. No, I can I can get down with that. And I think this might be Joey's last year with the Panthers, unfortunately. Um, I'm going with Mike Davis. Uh, I, I have not been impressed with Mike Davis for several weeks now. Uh, I know a lot of that is lack of opportunity because the Panthers have decided they don't want to run the ball. But I think some of that is because they're just not, you know, Mike Davis just isn't making big plays, not making things happen. He only had a, yeah. an average of two rushes or two yards per rush today. He did get the touchdown, which is nice, but no catches for him out of the backfield, not not even a target. So uh, I'm going with Mike Davis as my zero. Yeah, Rodney Smith looked better than him yeah, today. I agree. I think that's been the case for the last couple of weeks. Uh, all right, let's go heroes, and I'll let you start this one off as well. You know it's going to be. You know, Curtis Samuel yeah. led led the team in receiving and rushing. Great yeah. job. I mean, he's 
Oh, I, I'm going to miss if we can't re-sign him next year. Agreed. And I'm also, you know, that's that's the only guy that you can give it to, I think. He had such a major impact on this game. Um, and it, he might have made himself some money over the last few weeks, really since about like week five or six. He's just been one of the most consistent Panthers yeah. out there. Um, so, yeah, you know, do the right thing, guys. Like, try to re-sign him if you can. Um all right, game grade. I'll go with the game grade first here, and I'm going with a, I'm going with a B, solid B. Uh, I think the defense played really well. Special teams played really well, getting that touchdown early. Uh, Charlton was amazing. Uh, the offense was okay. Offense was average. Yeah. So it brings brings the overall grade down a little bit for me. So I'm giving it a B. I went B plus. Um, same reasons. I have four turnovers in the first half. Yeah. I mean, defense was you great. pretty much solidified the game in the first half. Yep. Uh, only reason B plus instead of anything A, offense struggled. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Teddy Bridgewater, you're probably C minus D. Yeah, I would say, you know, C, C minus for him. Uh, I don't know. He, he did turn the ball over a couple times. He, so. he had two turnovers yeah. and almost had a third. So, yeah. I mean... No, I agree with you. Uh, also, it would have been nice to lose this game. So that brings my score down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Any final thoughts on this game? Where was his team most of the season? Yeah. It would have been nice for this win to have meant something positive. Yeah. You know, The defense finally like looked pretty legit. Yeah. I, you, could, you could see the growing absolutely and they continued a really you know from that second half in green bay just continued right Mm -hmm. on in this game and heineke came in in garbage time and got a touchdown for him but uh, i like what i'm seeing from these young guys particularly Derek brown brian burns jeremy chin didn't have a great game today but he's looked great all season dante Dante jackson Jackson. yeah yeah there's some really nice building building blocks and Etor had a decent game too. Yeah, Etor's starting to show some flashes here and there. Um, all right. Well, you want to take a quick look around the league? Anything jump out at you from really the last several days and today? I honestly have not really looked much around the league. Yeah. I was doing yard work all morning this today. So. Well, the Jets won again. Jets beat <laughs> over a Browns. over a, a Cleveland Browns team where they were missing most of their wide receivers because all the wide receivers decided to hang out in a hot tub together without masks on. So good job there. So so did Dwayne Haskins <laughs> and fight them over to the uh... <laughs> maybe? Oh God! Um, Chicago has jumped back into the playoffs if the uh, season were to end right now, and Arizona has fallen out. So Trubisky coming back for Chicago has been the best thing for Chicago lately. Arizona's uh, just not that good, man. Yeah, I, I, seems like it. I think Murray is hurt, and that's just that's uh, hurt their chances there. Cincinnati won again, won over Houston. Houston is not a good team. I encourage everyone to go check out what J.J. Watt said after that Houston game. Uh, I tweeted it out on the Meow Mix feed, so check that out. Uh, really, I don't really like J.J. Watt, but what he said was poignant and articulate and awesome so go check that out um let's see uh falcons almost beat the chiefs 
but the Chiefs came and back. And their kicker missed a field yep. goal <laughs> to tie. Yep. Uh, I was hoping he would win. So, <laughs> I know. Uh, that would have been nice for the Panthers because that, that's a team we definitely would be in front of in the draft order. Uh, Miami and Las Vegas, that was a tight game last night. Uh, Tampa Bay destroyed Detroit to clinch a playoff spot. Uh, New Orleans destroyed Minnesota to clinch the NFC South. And uh, that's about it, I think. The the uh, NFC East is interesting. All of a sudden, Cowboys are right there within a game. So next week, we'll see what uh, what ends up there. Well, I think Washington, if they win, they're yeah, in. And they play the in. Eagles. Yeah. That's so, a, you know, division games are always tough. And who's the, the, the Cowboys? Jalen the Hurts yeah. is, has turned that team around. They're looking a lot better. Yeah. No, they lost today, but I mean, they're looking better. They look like they want to fight for Jalen Hurts as Carson Wentz looks like nobody. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is good. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they flex that Washington-Philadelphia game to a later time. Well, you got the Giants and Dallas as the other Yeah, eh, Yeah, both of those are one decide. o'clock games. So. I guess that, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. All right, any other final thoughts before we sign off here? I don't have anything. <laughs> I know. This is one of those weird games, right? Like, I hate... Yeah, that's, exa- we finally, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, we finally got to the point in the season where we were like, all right, let's just lose out, get to the draft, get something excited about, and then we win, and now... We're not excited well, no, anymore. <laughs> we, were, we were looking for, like, we were looking at top quarterbacks. Like, yeah. Man, hey, if we're third pick, what would we have to do to get to number one? I don't know. Yeah. Now it's I, like, oh, now we're nine. Okay. So I, we're going to get the last of the four top quarterbacks if we go quarterback? If if we're lucky. Um, yeah, and I saw some writers out there sort of admonishing fans for wanting the team to lose and, and all that. You know, being a little high and mighty. You know what? Screw you guys, because this is a team like the Panthers. We haven't had anything for like the last three or four years. You know, we've had Cam who kept getting hurt. And now we've got Teddy who kind of sucks. And we were like getting excited as a franchise to get one of these top guys. And now that's sort of been taken away from us. And it does feel like a loss. It feels like a huge loss. I just asked the Jets fans. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Trevor Lawrence is supposed to be the next elite quarterback mm-hmm. in the league. Elite quarterback. And you you know your team's not good. I mean, right. at this point, you know your team's not good. Sure. It's not going to be that playoff team. It's not. But you have that hope. Oh, maybe I can get the next Peyton Manning drafted. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the guy who could put a team on his back and take them to the playoffs. Yeah. And then your team wins a worthless game, and then – you no longer have that chance to draft Peyton Manning. Yeah. I mean, that's what it feels like. Yeah. I mean, and the Panthers, I mean, you know, for us, it could have been the next, you know, Justin Herbert or uh, Pat Mahomes or somebody that falls a little bit, not the top, top guy, but the next guy who surprises everyone is, and is amazing, mm-hmm. you know? And there, there's four good quarterbacks in this. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence is head and shoulders over everybody else. Sure. But the next three are seem pretty legit. Yeah, that they could be franchise guys. In any other in any other draft, they would all be right there. As any, you could take any of them at number one, and nobody would bat an eye. Yeah. 
So it'll be interesting. I mean, you know, obviously the Panthers fans, we hope that one of those guys falls or, you know, the new GM that comes in makes a deal and we can get up there and get somebody. But as of right now, the Panthers will be drafting just inside of the top 10. And then we'll see what happens next week. Uh, But speaking of next week, we'll be back on Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday. (laughs) My dates mixed up here. We'll be back on Thursday to talk about that game. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read the comment on the show. All right, everybody. Keep your head up. Stay safe out there. Keep pounding. (laughs) 